kinds of uh, all kinds of different things. What'd you say? Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna all, all kinds of different things. Uh, all manner of things. Yeah. Have you been outside today? Yeah, uh, lots of walks on the golf course. Good. Now we're walking on different parts of the golf course. Good. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, did a little bit of computer work for my new career that uh, hopefully we'll start sometime soon. Some good news on that. The, ah. the, real, the real estate business is opening Monday. And as a new home inspector, I might actually go to work on Monday. So I, that'd be cool. I was actually thinking about you because didn't they sort of, they listed like inspectors as people that could actually get to work. Um, yeah, that is, that is exactly right. I'm still kind of, I, I was supposed to start training a couple weeks ago. So I'll, I guess I'll be starting Monday as a with all my, my PPE all over the place. And um, exactly. doing it to, right. Do you get to wear an inspector hat? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Come on. Of course. It's important. It's important. <laughs> well, Jordan, Jordan, how, how is the, uh, how's staying at home going for you? Um, it's going good. Uh, kind of just sleep and play <laughs> video games all day. You know, I finished yep. my work, so no more homework for the next week. Um, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta play way less video games. Wait, way, yeah, way too we- many. Is next you- week is next week spring break? Yeah, that is that is so weird. That is yeah. so weird. I, I'm just realizing that 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 normally we'd be busting out of here trying to go get trying to go someplace. That is that is. Were you guys, Jordan? Were you guys going to go someplace for spring break? Um, a month ago or a, a year ago? I can't. I cannot remember. I don't think so. Yeah, not this spring break, but. I know we're gonna we're gonna try to go to Italy this year, see our grandparents for the the uh, summer. But obviously, yeah. obviously not. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. For sure, Jordan. How how is the homeschooling going? Is it uh, like what letter grade would you give the homeschooling? Like A to F. Um, in my opinion, I'll give it like I'll give it like a a B plus a B. Wow. Really. Um, yeah, I really, I really like the homeschooling system just because, like, I kind of got my own routine. I'll, like, wake up 7.30 in the morning. You and uh, wake up at 7.30. No, <laughs> I, I do. I was like, wow. That's, nah, that's really ambitious. No, Bruno comes in. He wakes me up before he goes to work. Um, yeah. So I, I, once I wake up, I can't go back to sleep. So I get woke up at 7.30 do homework for a couple hours, do all my homework, uh, try to get outside for at least an hour or two. And then it's just on and off video games from that, from that, <laughs> from that point on. It's tough. Yeah. How, how do you, how are you able to get up at seven thirty when you guys are playing video games till like 11 o'clock every night? Um, I don't know, man. I've, I've adapted to like the, the five to six hour of sleep life right now. That's so. it. Yeah. That's I know good. that Ru- Ruben's on like the noon wake up to the one o'clock in the morning thing, and homework is late afternoon into the evening, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we, we see a bit of that around here. Though, uh, to be fair, Ruben doesn't have Bruno coming in to wake him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. What? I've, I've met your, I've met your dad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure him coming in the room is going to get you up. 
Oh, even the just the footsteps wake me up, you know, just the pace of them. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta open my eyes if he comes in here. <laughs> oh my God! Well, Jordan, one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about um, because it was really the last, the last sporting event of the universe, right? Was the hockey yeah. championships? Was there? Yeah. Was, was there another sporting event after that? I don't think there was. I think that was it. Uh, no, there wasn't. And, we, uh, we were the last ones. And you were you were on that championship team. Your name's going to be on that banner. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, it that, is. That is super cool. How? What? Uh, what was your favorite part of that game being being out there? My favorite part. I mean, it's it has to be the game winning goal in overtime. That was. Yeah. That was the most adrenaline and like electricity I felt in a in a really long time. Did you, wow. did you, um, was the, was the team nervous heading into overtime or, or, or were they, I mean, I bet both teams were nervous, but what did, what did you feel? Yeah. Did you feel like we, we got this or, or what was going on? Um, no, I was, I like in the back of my mind, I was like, if we lose this, I know, I feel like we could have lose it, you know, just cause like each team had a bunch of momentum going into it and it just took one little one little boost from one player to to win the game. And I guess Sky came through with the boost and um, put it in the back of the net. I had heard, I had heard that up till that point, Sky, Sky was not thrilled about his game. He was not. I mean, in my opinion, I've been watching him play all season. And he was, that was, could have been one of the worst games he's played all year until that, that final third and overtime periods. That's pretty awesome. What was uh what was the crowd scene like up there? I wasn't there. Chicky, were you up there? No, my wife was there, but I was on my way to to Barry to to see the girls game, the girls basketball game. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz that was the same night. It was the same night. That's right. Yeah. Um but what what was the crowd like up there, Jordan? Uh the first period, there was there was a good amount of people in there. Um I really I don't have a number estimate in all honesty. Uh, but I know we had we had like two two like bleachers filled with students for the the start of the game. Um the first period was loud but not too loud. Going into the second, um, you know, teams and fans start showing up, like just are starting to show up for the D one championships and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So we got some more people there. It's just like you know, the air is just like like heavier if that makes any sense you know for sure oh um, yeah and then going into the third it was and that was the crazy it was so crazy man there was so many people there um everyone yeah, yeah. was like chanting and whatnot there was i i i swear it was pretty it was pretty full around the third period well what they're saying on the internet is uh gutterson field holds four thousand people do you think it was like something close to that was it pretty yeah. cool at the end? I do. I was um I have a friend whose brother's on the the team at UVM for hockey. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. They, had, they had a pretty tough year this year, so they didn't have a lot of people. But I think that night with the both high school championships was the most amount of people that had been in there all season. In a while. I had wow. yeah. heard I had so, I had heard that as well. Yeah, right. I think it, it could have been up there like thirty five hundred. Maybe and, I'm hold not on. Sure. 
Did they have like Division One championship that same night? Yeah. Okay, so, so it was like it was right at, afterwards. Yeah, Division Two plays at six thirty, and Division One plays at eight. Right. Right. Okay, that's a and big then, night. And then because yeah. it went into overtime, those crowds overlapped, and mm-hmm. uh, and that created like for the end of that game and probably the beginning of the next game, that was a sort of peak crowd. Right. Yeah. Right. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I Jordan. I watched that game uh, on my laptop computer in Arizona. It was oh, really. Nice. It was really uh, kind of surreal. You know. I was. Uh, I was listening to it on the radio on WDEV, our our hometown um, local community radio station. It was great. And, and how was that? Uh, it, actually, I should say that it, I, I said that it was great in order, to, mostly because of the fact that I could hear it. <laughs> but uh, they they were they were struggling with uh, some technical problems that night, um, that's, which they did sort out towards the end. But hockey, it was cool. Hockey play by play is tough. Like, hockey play by play yeah. is tough, and and they don't do it very much, at yeah. least on the high school level. I mean, they do like they call those Norwich games, but yeah, uh, it's it seemed like uh, it was a first for them to do a, a high school game. It's a little rough. To be honest, I have a tough time just even following a hockey game. I can't even imagine commentating it. I know. It's so fast, right? Yeah. Things are moving yeah. fast. Where's the puck? Who, you know, who shot it? All, all that stuff um, is right. really tricky. Jordan, uh, you don't have to answer this question, but was there a huge party after the hockey championship? <laughs> I was just going to ask. No, unfortunately, there wasn't. Because, like, the weekend after the hockey championship. That was um, full shutdown. It was full shutdown, yeah. So we have, we have yet to have a party for that hockey championship. But oh, when this man. is over, when this something, is over, something tells me that's going to happen. Oh yeah, something yeah. something to, something to look forward to, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, Jordan, the other thing I wanted to get you on here. What, how is? I mean, you're a well-known um, uh, connoisseur of local uh, fine dining. And oh I'm, yes. And I'm just wondering. What is your go-to move right now when everything is shut down? Are, how go are you, to? How, yeah, how are you getting through this? Like, is, is there places that are still open that you're able to find something delicious? Um, right now, my go-to is the sweet spot. They, yeah. have this, uh, they have this new pork belly sandwich that, oh. Oh my God. that is out of this world. Yeah. Okay. And is that it's available dumb. all day, every day? I'm pretty sure. I think I don't know when they close, but all I know is that um, all I know is I I, I eat it when it comes to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they've got like midday hours. Last time yeah. I tried, I was yeah, it's like eleven to two or something like that, and you call ahead to the sweet spot and, oh, and yeah, they'll run like that out to your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Man, also that sounds that sounds fantastic. I know it makes, sandwich. Me, mm-hmm. makes me really hungry just talking about it. They used to yeah. have, honestly, that really good eggplant sandwich. Do you remember that sandwich? That was really good. Oh, they, they still do have the eggplant sandwich. I think that one's a, a constant. Yeah. But I'm I was a big fan. fan of that. What yeah, about for probably. dinners? Have you, are you doing the, the sweet spot dinners as well? We have not done one of the sweet spot dinners. We are currently, uh, each member of the family cooks dinner on a different night. So um, How's that going? Going good. Marcella was cooking last night. She made shrimp fried rice for everybody. So that was Whoa. pretty good. That's really good. Um, right. And then the night before that was me. And I, I had to 
my my dinner took a bit longer than hers. I think I was cooking <laughs> from like seven in the morning because the I did uh, burritos, right? And, uh, I did like steak steak and pork burritos, but I had to I had to cook them in the slow cooker for like the meat for like ten hours. So I had to wake up, get it going in the slow cooker, and then make the burritos. So yeah. Like, Give me a little more detail about how that went. What, like, what, how, oh, yeah. how'd those go? So it, it all started off with the meat, right? The meat's cooking. Um, and then like six o'clock rolls around and I got to start prepping for dinner, you know, got to, <laughs> got to get like the assembly line almost. We're, so, talking, uh, we're talking 6 a.m., right? <laughs> we're talking, yeah, 6 a.m. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, so you got to start off with the cheese. I started, I did the, uh, I did the like Mad River blend cheese from like Cabot. It's like just cheddar cheese and Parmesan cheese. Please, yeah, like pre-shredded. So, pre shredded up a bunch of that. Oh. No, no, no. I, I, you gotta shred it by hand. Pre-shredded, it's good. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't have the love that that goes into it. Um, cooking. Yeah. Cooking is all about cooking with the heart. It's all about. It's all about putting your passion into it. That's right. So, <laughs> so then I had to make the guacamole. So I made the guacamole in a couple minutes. My preferred weapon of choice while making guacamole is the, yeah. uh, the potato masher. Ooh. You know, it, how, it mashes it up really nice. How much, I, how, how much guacamole did you make? Uh, I don't know. How many avocados? A lot. Like three. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't too much. But, you know, the potato masher just makes life easy. Yeah. What's, well, um, hold on. What, what's your guac? Are, are you an avocado lime salt guy or are you oh i'm an avocado that. yeah i'm avocado um some chopped up parsley or not parsley cilantro and um i'm a big red onion in the in the guac type guy good choice good choice yeah and then of course you have to have right salt pepper and lime in there as well you know what's guacamole without lime that, that's right I, I like to put a little bit of garlic in there as well it just oh. gives a, a little zing to it, um, you know. Uh, but uh, and I'm a cumin guy. I love the cumin in my guac. Cumin, yeah, yeah. That sounds delicious. All right, so you had the the burritos individually wrapped with the guac on the side. The the guac's going inside. The oh, guac's inside. Going in. Um, and then I I made up some black beans and some uh, Spanish rice. Oh, I Those, love that. I did the. I did the black beans in the microwave as well with the Spanish rice. Good so <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't putting too much effort into that one, but so once, once I have everything, assembly is key and, and the right tortilla <laughs> is key. That's right. So are you a corn tortilla guy or a flour tortilla guy? Yeah, that's a I'm great a, question. So for tacos, I'm a big corn tortilla guy, you know, like <laughs> a corn tortilla is a taco. That's right. But for burritos, right. I can't really seem to find a big enough, um corn tortilla, tortilla yeah for right. corn so i i just go with the nice flour tortillas i don't even know the company man but it's like in a red bag <laughs> so <laughs> i know what you mean and so before you before you wrap in assembly you gotta you gotta get the tortilla moist enough so for it's for you to work it before it so it doesn't rip yeah so um this is my hack my uncle gave it to me this little trick so you like take tin foil and like spray mm -hmm. water in there just a little bit of water and then you like stack up your tortillas and then put them in the oven for like three minutes. And then it like, it creates like a little steam room for the, for the tortillas. 
Yeah, so they get really pliable and they don't crack yeah. when when you're yeah. when you're rolling them up. Yeah, precisely. Okay. And All then, right. good tip. Yeah. So so once you have your tortilla, you got to start off with your base, of course. I I like to just do a nice nice fat bob of guacamole on the bottom. Yeah. Sure. And then I like to move off to cheese and then meat on top of the cheese so that the okay. meat can melt the cheese while it's in there. Yeah. And then beans and rice on top. And then if they want it, I'll throw in some, some sour cream. You know, people are, people are always iffy about sour cream. It's true. Um, and then, so you got to fold it up, of course. But when you fold it, you got to make sure you, you fold it tight as well. That's true. It's like, it's hard right. to explain if I don't have the burrito in front of me. But you got to like put it all on one side. Get you got to tuck it in. And just like, yeah, just kind of tuck it in. It, it's, it's not a fast process. I mean, it can be. If you yeah. work at most, but like, yeah. if if yeah. you're doing it at home, it it's got to be right. So <laughs> once once That's it's great. cooked, once it's cooked, I uh I take it over to the the pan, right, or the griddle. Yeah. And I um I like to put cheese on the griddle, and like a, a like a row of it, right, and then let the cheese like kind of cook and crisp, and then put the burrito on it, and roll the burrito in the cheese. Oh. So then. So then you have a burrito, but then you have like a crispy cheese layer on the outside. And then, and that's that, in my opinion, that's the best burrito. That is spectacular. Wait, on like a, when you say on a griddle, you mean like on a, a hot plate or like on a frying pan? What, um, do you mean, what do you mean a griddle? Like, like a skillet, but like, it's for like make, we have like a pancake skillet and it's real long. Yeah, gotcha. You know? Yeah. So and it takes up like two burners. So I would roll two burritos at a time in the cheese, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was Sounds nice. Like, and how? Let me ask you this: How were the burritos received by your family? Oh, ten out of ten. <laughs> wow, ten of 10. really? I mean, how do you how do you not love a, a good homemade burrito? It's true. Especially when my dad, my dad thought they were spectacular. Him, he doesn't really like Mexican food, but he was like, mm, "Jordan, very good." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that won me some points. That is right. awesome. That is awesome. And so, yeah, so the the uh, the home cooking trend is going around. Like we we got yeah. that going on here. Actually, Sawyer, uh, he's he's running the show on fondue night tonight. Oh, great fondue. Yeah, which is your mom's fondue recipe, by the way, Jordan. So we got that. She, uh, I was actually in the grocery store, this was months ago, right around Christmas, I think. And I was about to buy one of those pre-made fondue cheese packets mm -hmm. like, where you mm -hmm. just like open it up and dump it in the fondue pot. Yeah. And your mom, Sharon Dubay, shamed me so hard. Like, oh. It was it was brutal. She was just tear, tearing me a new one in the cheese aisle, and I was like, okay, okay, all right, all right, I'll, I'll do it. And I honestly, she, she gave me this recipe. It's so easy. I don't know why I ever use it. It's pretty it easy, food. right? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Is, is Sawyer doing cheese fondue, or is he doing a, a beef and oil fondue? Good question. We're doing the cheese fondue. We haven't done okay. the beef and have you? Do you know? I, I don't know. I haven't done the beef and oil one, but. Um, but uh, we do have one vegetarian in the house, and so cheese fondue is appealing. Yep, gotcha. Are you doing Are you doing a chocolate fondue as a as a dessert at the end? Oh wow! We're we're not. Well, I don't know. You'll have to ask Sawyer. I'm not. I'm, I don't know what his plans are. His uh, his run up to uh, his meals has not been quite as long as yours has been, Jordan. 
Like mm -hmm. he's not mm -hmm. he's not starting at the seven a.m. <laughs> so not starting at the seven a.m. mark. He's he, but he is. Hey, well, uh, what's that, chick? I I had a question about Jordan because uh, you've been talking about these mozzarella sticks, mm. uh, and and I've been telling everybody in the house about them. They're you know they're obviously a pub favorite, and whenever the 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 young dudes in the house go out, they love to have them. And if if Jordan's got some sort of homemade version, oh my god, yeah. It's oh, time, to, it's time to spill it. Do we have time? Do we have time? The mozzarella sticks is where I excel. I've started, <laughs> I started right. since since I was like late seventh grade, early eighth grade. Oh, okay. Uh, those, those are a house favorite. Yeah, and break it. House favorite. Okay. Break it down. Break it down, George. So it all starts, it, it, it depends on if you want to cut your, your mozzarella sticks or you can just go to the store and buy them, you know? If you go to the store and buy them, you do get them bigger. They're about like that big. If you go to the Hold on, are you are you talking about like the individually wrapped yeah. uh, sticks of mozzarella? Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. What like do you the mean? Snack, um, the snack things. Yeah, like right. the snack things. Okay. Um, but you could then, cut them like out of a mozzarella block, I guess? Or Yeah. Okay. I, I did the mozzarella block one time. I will say it is hard to cut through that big a thing of mozzarella. Yeah. But, you know. I, I cut with love and I got the job done. So, um, yeah. So once you, once you got your, um, once you got your mozzarella sticks, you gotta, I, I, I call it, I call it like the station. I call it the three P. So you got your, your <laughs> egg wash, right? I, yeah. I like to do two eggs and then two tablespoons of water or yeah. teaspoons, you know, whisk it up, whisk it fine. Um, and then you have your breadcrumbs and your flour. Yeah. And so it, it goes like, it goes, so once you have it all, all laid out, right? And then you have a tray at the end to lay the mozzarella sticks in. Yeah. You go, it goes um, mozzarella sticks, flour, egg, breadcrumbs, egg, breadcrumbs again. <laughs> the double, double, the layer double of dipping. Yeah. And, oh, so you're and, but, but here, here's my theory on, on the double dip of the breadcrumbs, right? See, I did I did the single dip one time and the breadcrumb it like breaks sometimes throughout the frying, but when you do the double dip, it, it it's like a layer of uh it's like insurance, you know, it gives you it gives you something to rely on. That's right, insurance. That's really nice. That's a shell. Well, as as yeah. a former fry cook, I think what you're describing is a double dredge and wash. Ooh. Yeah. A yeah. double double dredge and wash. Yep. Okay. Uh, and and I have to say that at the years that I did it, I never actually tried it. So hats off. Nice job. I can't wait Thank to try you. it myself. Oh, yeah. but wait. Oh, but wait. There's more. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. more. Let's hear. It. Let's hear it. So so once you once you have them <laughs> battered all, once you have them all battered, it's it's essential that you freeze them for at least an hour before before cooking. Which is oh, interesting. Okay. Right? And didn't Jordan, I feel like you told me that some sometimes you freeze them for a long time, like even overnight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So sometimes I'll, I'll like I'll make them the night before and then and then cook them the day after. Right. Like it's it's the freezing is, is like is one of the top 10 most essential parts. <laughs> Wait, how many parts it, are it, there? there? There's only like six parts. So it can't be a top 10 yeah. parts. Well, I mean, it takes up four slots. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um,
<laughs> yeah, so, so the freeze, the freeze just like keeps it all together. You know, it gives you like this, gives you, it gives the, it gives the stick some solitude. You now, so that's right. Wait, and so and wait, then, so you're wait back to it. So you're you're putting them on a, a like a baking pan, and is that baking pan yeah, have yeah. like wax paper or is it just like greased or no, nothing? You can just put it right on the pan. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, and then with the with the frying, you um. We have this like big skillet like pot, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like like you make chili in it, you know? I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's it's like a, a yep. cousin yep. or whatever, something like that. It's a what? So uh, Wait, like a cousin art? Oh, look a look cruzet. Yeah, a look cruzet. Yeah, you're talking mean. about a Dutch oven, I think, is what you're talking about there. So you mean like a like a like a cast iron pan or? Yeah, or it's like a cast. Iron. You know what? I'll just I'll take it to you. Yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I well, think, we'll Drew, I think what he's talking about is the Le Creuset, uh, the, the ceramic covered uh, cast iron pans. Oh. He's probably talking about like a deeper one than just a skillet. Yeah, it's this like big. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that, my friend. That's Who's a Dutch oven? oven. Yeah. It's bad boy. So it is a ceramic pan. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, you've been pretty, using that. That's probably like oh, six yeah. inches deep. That's interesting. I, I sort of thought you would have done it in more of a shallow, like frying pan. But oh, that's like like one of these. Like this is the the nice cast iron that you're yeah. talking about. You know, right. Shallow. Yeah. Well, let me that's ask you what, why. That's why what I do my take, frying in for sure. Why go with the 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 deeper one, Jordan? Two reasons. Two reasons. One. Um, <laughs> It keeps the oil from splatting over and going all over the place, so it can stay in the in the pan. You know, I don't have to clean the stove after. Yeah. And um, oh, interesting. And I can like get my hand. You know, actually, I, there's only one reason, and that was it. But it just it looks nicer when you're cooking too. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> again, again, right on the, again on as a as a former fry cook, what you're trying to what you're trying to replicate is deep fat frying, like yes. they do in like they do in a commercial fry later, which is probably a good 10 inches deep with the, with the basket. So, oh, so you, mm -hmm. can really, you can really throw a lot of material in to fry it all at the same time, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I like to fry it like at least five at a time, you know? Well, yeah. So like it, it gets... It, How much oil are you putting in there? Um, like about to the line. All right, hold on. You to can the line. You got to use your words because people are not. We're not going to have video when this goes out. So you got to tell me with. Uh, you got to describe. All right, it. So let me let me grab a ruler now. You know, I'll give you guys an exact for all you listeners out there. Oh, yeah, get, fantastic! Okay, great. <laughs> I right, wonder. So going, I wonder too. If, yeah, go ahead. We're going two and a half inches of oil. Wow! And what kind okay. of oil? Um, we'll see. That's self preference. You know, you could. Like some people like to cook with um fat, you know, you can do like beef fat or whatnot. I mean, I'm just I'm a big uh con um vegetable oil type guy. Sure. Yeah. You know? Great. Sure. For for all the vegetarians out there, keep keep the vegetable oil going. And talk to um, me talk to me about the process. So are you you're you're putting two and a half inches of oil in, heating it up to like sizzling hot, or like how how hot are you getting it? How so how I check my oil is uh I'll come over and I'll grab a, a chopstick, you know, or or a piece of bread. You know, if you're if you're using a piece of bread, my dad likes to call it the European way. No, 
But with the chopstick, I just put it in, and then if you see the chopsticks start like frying or like giving some bubbles, uh, that's yeah. how you know the oil's ready. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. And then I'm talking to Drew for a podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then you uh, cook the cook the mozzarella sticks until like golden brown. Obviously, yeah. like the basic the basic frying maneuvers. Um, and then let them sit. After I cook them, I like to let them sit for like two minutes, just to let the outer shell and the oil like soak into the mozzarella stick. Okay. Um, and then if you have time, do the marinara sauce. If oh, you're God. feeling, oh yeah, if you're feeling, if you're feeling lazy, there's nothing wrong with doing the store bought marinara sauce. Yeah. But if you're not feeling lazy, you just gotta talk to your mom because my mom usually does that. In all honesty. Um, oh, she she, so ma- she'll, she she'll makes teach me one day how to do the marinara sauce. She makes her own marinara sauce at home. That's yeah. great. Okay, homemade tomato sauce is the best. Uh. I'm a huge <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Oh yeah, I think mom, the homemade tomato sauce you make is quite self-explanatory now. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. You know, most of it's just ground up, peeled tomatoes. Speak to Jordan, do you would you introduce your mother to to America here? I will. I will. My, this is my mom. Um, yep. Her name is Sharon Dubay. She's, okay. She's on the shorter side, but that's just life. <laughs> um, and she, 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 she's great. She has a great personality. She's very loving. Oh, oh absolutely. Really nice introduction. Yeah. What, what uh, yeah got, what, what's getting buttered up more, mom or the mozzarella stick? Yeah, mm. right? The mom, is where the, mom is where the buck ends, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. So wait. So you have the mozzarella sticks. You have the marinara sauce. You let them cool a little bit, and then how do you know if they're like perfect? Um, I always like to do the break test. No, so the break test is like I always like to do it on camera too. You, you like get the flash, <laughs> you know, make it make it look like you're like like it's like in food porn or something, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the grab each end and if it if you just break it if you break it and the cheese pulls about like yeah. that far yeah. that's how you know they're ready there you go if the cheese isn't fully melted in the mozzarella stick it has to go back in and what is that's the, the that's the shot the shot you want in a tv commercial too yeah like exactly. where it really it really looks kind of sexy and awesome and all that yeah yeah <laughs> like like the yeah. sexy mozzarella stick absolutely nice how many how many mozzarella sticks get made in one batch it's really important to me a basic batch is six you know like you go to the you go to the pub do well, you go to the pub you're spending all you're that like, time on mozzarella six? sticks wait no no you're making you're spending all that time on six? Oh god no no god no it's minimum <laughs> 18 minimum <laughs> 18 <laughs> yeah. I'm going through the process. that's what i'm looking for total volume yeah total yeah, volume. it's 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 quality, it's quantity and quality, no? Yeah. And you could, yeah. all, it sounds like, I mean, do you sometimes like you make them, leave them in the freezer and then just pull out the ones that you want to fry up? Oh yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, that, they're that simple. They're just a, they're like a grab and go type thing. You know, it's just the go takes a bit longer because you got to cook it. That's, Chicky, what do you think? Is this, uh, is this something you can pull off at, at Shea Stoltz? Yeah, I think, I think that, and I, I think two different things. Um, a, I, I want to try this, and B, uh, I'm wondering if we could get a, a written or even a video demonstration of of this recipe. 
sure. to get out to the people because I, th- I think it's great. It's especially like right now, people are looking for something to do. And I would imagine all our, all our listeners want to make mozzarella sticks now. All, oh, yeah. All 30 of them are going to, there's going to be a run on mozzarella at Mahiron. I thought, I thought we were at 40. <laughs> we might be at 40. I don't know. Yeah, well, we we might buy all the all the the little snacks out of uh, Mahirons if we if we end up sharing this recipe though. But like back to the very the very very beginning, like should we just get the mozzarella sticks in the plastic or or is that the way to go? Yeah, in, in all honesty, it is. It makes life so much easier, <laughs> right? Because because at that point, you yeah. also have the circular aspect of a mozzarella stick, and then and you also have like. It's already ready, you know. You don't have to go through the time of cutting and whatnot. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, hold on. I had another follow-up question, Jordan. Is there yeah. is there a mozzarella stick in the state of Vermont that's worth a damn? In, in oh, your in your expert question. opinion. In my expert opinion, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. All, all the other mozzarella sticks are just too small, and the quantity is uh. not enough. It's like. It's like a, it's like a little, it's like a little stick, you know. It's like, it's like that big, you know. Yeah. Like I, if I'm gonna eat a mozzarella stick, I want a mozzarella stick, you know. It's a mozzarella okay. bar. I want, what you're yeah. About. yeah. Like I, I want something that will take me at least four bites to get down. <laughs> Not. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. Oh, that's awesome. God, it makes me hungry for some mozzarella sticks. I am excited about fondue night, though. That's gonna be exciting. Oh yeah. Um. Indeed, enjoy that. Chicky, what, what's on what's on your dinner agenda for tonight? Oh, it's uh, Friday night. It's always homemade pizza. Uh, oh, good. Homemade crust. So, uh, no, no. We we used to do that. Uh, right now, we uh, we're doing the frozen crust. So I'll yeah. roll that out. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably do one white, one red, maybe both red. Uh, and tonight's specialty is going to be leftover pizza. It's, it's some some old rib meat and oh. some old some old uh, 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 chicken parm that I have kicking around that's going to go on the pizza. Oh, chicken parm is always nice. Sounds awesome. I'm a huge chicken parm guy. That's like a yeah. classic, classic. Yeah, classic that was that was made three or four days ago, and and now the the last remnants are going on the pizza. Well, isn't I mean I was heard that pizza was all just about delivering leftovers anyway, right? That's so, the, that's the whole point of it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great garbage collector. You just throw it on all the Muscolio things in your fridge can go on the pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I actually have a a piece of question for you guys. Yeah, okay. where do you think the best pizza in the valley is? Uh, it's a, well, if everything was open. If everything I, was open. I can answer this very quickly if you'd like. Yes, yeah. please. Uh, American flatbread is number one, and pizza soul is number two. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> now, they, they are different things, and, and they work for different occasions and different reasons, obviously. And I, I, I find that American flatbread, man, you find some really interesting, well-made pizzas. Great ingredients, uh, great ingredients. Great ingredients, great, uh, very clever recipes. And yeah. then for everyday use, uh, pizza soul. It's, yeah, it's pizza soul makes a great cheese pizza. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, it's like New York style, super thin crust, really good. Um, That's yeah. what I like. I like that style of pizza for sure. Yeah, me too. What about you, Jordan? I like. Was that a leading question? Did um, you get- 
yeah, kind of. This this could take you guys by surprise, but <laughs> I'm I'm leaning towards one of the best pizza spots in the valley is ICS gas station. There's wow! No- <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, that's a bold statement. Yes, it is. But hear me out. It it just it's it's just quality. The the dough <laughs> the dough is is in my opinion unmatchable. Oh, my bad. Um. Sometimes, like you gotta get it when it first comes out too, because you know yeah. it sits in the heat for too long, it gets soggy, and that's not where you want it. But you could um, or, you could order a full pizza from there too, right? Oh yeah, they yeah. They, they do pizzas. It, I, I'm just I don't know something about ICS just has this. I I think it's a good a good right. shout out to ICS that they actually like it's a gas station. They do a really yeah, nice job. They do a really nice job with the deli and all the foods they make. For yeah, sure. that's what nice I was choice. gonna say. ICS is like one of the real like proper gas stations in the valley. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you yeah, also have, I agree. You have, I agree. That's you have great. Max's on Route 100 as well, which is pretty good. Exactly. Hey, you guys, we may get cut off here because our time is gonna run out. But just so you know, um, okay, this, is, this has been awesome talking to everybody. And Jordan, thank you. So, 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 so much. It's been awesome. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. It's my, my pleasure. We'll do it again. We'll do it of again. Course. Chicky, right. thank, thank you as well. You have a final, some final thoughts before this, this, this thing kicks us off again? Uh, yeah, I'm looking, to, uh, looking forward to a little warmer weather. I'm looking forward to a Jordan, Michael Jordan documentary starting oh, on Sunday. Can't wait. Uh, I think the whole sport, sporting world is looking forward to that. And I want to thank Jordan. Uh, great to have him on the show today and, and uh, all kinds of inspiring food things to think about. Super thank fun. You, thank you. Let's do it again, you guys. That was spectacular. Of course. All right. Okay. It was, it was good to talk to you guys. Goodbye, podcast. Remember that. Take care, Jordan. Peace out. Peace out, you guys. That was awesome. All right. All right. Turn to the Mac, get on what it is, what it does, what it is, what it isn't. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me. Get up, first shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't cop.